Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, it's the friend zone. Will Tim and Guy come to the friend zone? And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. Will Tim and Guy Hello and welcome to the Friend Zone, everybody. My name is Tim Bat, and uh, Tim is joined as always by his trusty host, Guy Montgomery. If hey I was to you, write Tim. a comic book of the adventures of two of us, but use metaphor, I would. Uh, um, who would be the trusty steed? I was going to say you would be the trusty steed, but actually, the more I think about it, maybe I would be the uh, fully laden donkey. <laughs> following you into adventures and battles uh uh yeah i feel i also agree with that if only because i feel like you've always got you've got your side bags what are they called rucksacks what are the what are bags on the side of a horse or a donkey called saddlebags uh, yes yeah, saddlebags saddle i want to say it's got to be saddlebags full of recording equipment and then there's me the incompetent buffoon wearing a round brim hat atop your thick and girthy donkey back your so unbreakable I'm a, donkey i'm a i'm a i'm a big fat donkey boy and uh you're a you're a hapless sort of goofball this is you, a good, this actually this sounds like a pretty good comic book already i didn't call you a big fat donkey boy you're very lithe but your spine is so thick <laughs> that's weird Sounds yeah. like a medical disorder. I was going to say your 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 spine is a chode, but it would be impossible for a spine to be a chode because whoever, whichever vertebrate had it, would just like collapse. A chode, for those of you who are uninformed, is something that is uh, wider than it is long. So a chody spine, while admittedly for one vertebrate, very impressive, uh, is by and large, you know, worthless. It would be. Uh, quite the anomaly. I didn't realise that Chode had a wider application outside of the male genital. For there is only one. I, I, look, I could be mistaken here, Tim. There's no guarantee that I, I know what's right here. I've been proven wrong by a donkey before, and heck, I'm sure it'll happen again. Probably. Um, we recorded a friend zone uh, not 48 hours ago, but unfortunately... The equipment decided to turn off um, before it finished recording. You've got your hand up, guy. And a lot, 
Yeah, well, a lot of people at home are probably wondering, wow, whose recording equipment was that? Was it the donkey with his dexterous hooves and uh, long, thick spine? Or was it the the incompetent rider with his wide-brim hat? And it was I, right at the tail end of a nice, meaty 35-minute conversation with each other and with you. Uh, I just said, you know what, actually, Tim? This one... (laughs) No good. It's not going in the books. It's no Send good. It back. I, I didn't didn't deliberately, but the the cord was pulled from my uh, device before I'd saved the recording, and everything was lost to the sands of time. And I think it's important that uh, even four or five years out from the beginning of the podcast, we continue yeah. to be plagued by the most simple of technological problems. I I actually agree. I think it's critical because were this uh, this operation to become too slick i mean that's predictable you know what happens when you stick around and and more people join you on your journey uh traditionally you know you get better at the thing that you're doing you don't want to let them down you improve your systems you get better equipment not old timbo and guy guy just one man and one donkey parading around as they always have well trying their best i also yeah i like the idea if you were to to chart our progress on a graph certainly you know, early doors, you would see a remarkable ascension in quality, not only of audio recordings, but content. Uh, and a lot of people will sort of climb that slowly to the top, then plateau, and then maybe keep going up. We sort of had uh, an ascent, the likes of which had been seen presumably before, but not often. And then uh, certainly it's, you know, you wouldn't want to it's not solid ground where this podcast has landed. You wouldn't want to live in it. If you were to follow the graph, it would be going down and up and down and up, but always gently trending down, I think. But that's, yeah, that's that's what we got to do, though, man, because it's predictable to have a safe house. It's predictable to have yeah. a you know regular set of releases coming out every week or what have you. It's predictable. you got to keep them guessing. It's like, are Tim and Guy still going? Kind of. Sort of. Yeah. I mean, we're recording stuff, but then we just we yank the cord at the last moment. That's what we're doing. That's what we're up to now. We're just a All man that to say, and a donkey. That's right. That it's good to be back. We've got... Uh, you can hear me uh, rustling my mailbag. That was actually me just jostling some pens in a mug. Uh, and we've got, we've got ample, ample <laughs> correspondence to enjoy. Thanks to your generous minds and fingers, presumably, unless some of you type... Uh, via a method that I'm not familiar with. So, I'll kick us off with this one. And before Dear, you do, Guy, if you do uh, input th- sort of text into your devices in an alternative way, hey, reach out and let us know. I'm very interested to know what that is. I'd like to think some people, uh, like an old-timey businessman, dictate them. Dictated, not read. Signed. <laughs> J.P. Peterman. Uh, Dear <laughs> Tim Ballerina and a human guy. You goddamn assholes had to go and cancel the worst idea. I get it. Three seasons is plenty and you two have lives to live. But you stupid motherfuckers had to go and ask what other people could do with the format? Exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark, question mark. The audacity. You've made it look so easy that I managed to coerce my best friend into watching Transformers 5 every week this year in anticipation for the Bumblebee movie. Already. So misguided. Open parenthesis. 
Coming to a theatre near you, December 21, 2018. Close parenthesis. We've seen it 20 times now, and every week it doesn't get any easier. Our podcast, because of course we started a podcast, is called All Aboard the Hype Train. Choo choo. Choose a mine, not the writers. And I hate you, Tim, for letting me think this was a reasonable thing to do. And I quote, I'd like to see what other people can do with the format. That's what you said, Tim. Close quote. And I listen to you like a fool. Guy, you're all right, dude. Keep up the good work. Say my name or don't. I'm sorry for getting mad at you, Tim. You didn't deserve that. I hope we can still be friends. Elijah. I like uh, it when people write in to try and play us off against each other, but I don't like it when I come out second best. Well, welcome to my world. And the great words of Louis Armstrong... Is that? Did he sing? No, he didn't sing Welcome to My World. No. What a wonderful it's world. It's from an old end New Zealand. Yeah, I know. Welcome to my world. Won't well, you come is, on in? It's a weird song. There are a whole lot of weird songs like that going on in the 60s that you hear them on ads and you're like, what was the other purpose of this song? It's madness. Jim Elijah, Reeves. Um, I had some comments for you. That was the, that was the original so- songwriter or singer, Who? Jim Reeves. Who the fuck oh. is Jim Reeves? Writer of songs. I guess. Um, while you look for Jim Reeves information, because we are not letting this thread go yet, I'll just address some comments to Elijah. Number one, take some goddamn personal responsibility for your actions, my friend. If you want to go ahead and make a podcast about the precursor to Bumblebee, you know, do it, enjoy it, love it, celebrate it, put it out there. Don't come crying to me because you did something you don't like and you feel like you have to keep going with it, all right? It's, it's not my deal. All I did was allow people who asked specifically if they could come into the pool and I said, mate, the water's fine. Have a splash around. You don't like it? Jump out. The ladder's there. You're not... Maybe start, start in the shallows. Have fun. Never dive uh, into the shallow uh, end, though. Common misconception. Right. The most dangerous I'd way to I'd also like you pool. to know... Jim Reeves, or James Travis Reeves, was an American country and popular music singer-songwriter. He was known as Gentleman Jim, and he lived from August 20, 1923 to July 31st, 1964. That's quite a young death, only at 40. Uh, So all of our best to to Jim and his family, and also, Tim, uh, this isn't entirely related, but, you know, speaking of uh, worlds and, and, uh, and world records... I'd just like to give a huge shout-out to our friends over at Pixar on the roaring success that has been Incredibles 2. Uh, Released just recently, they have smashed Frozen for the highest-grossing animated film at the box office, and that film looks like a lot of fun. I certainly can't wait to get my family down to the cinema and spend some of my uh, hard-earned on supporting local cinema. I mean, none of what you just said is is accurate or truthful. Um, it's actually not out in New Zealand for, I think, six years from now as well, which is disappointing. Well, that's a shame. Uh, but the good news is, I think coming out soon in New Zealand is Solo, a Star Wars story. And while certainly a different type of film, uh, there really is something for everyone in that powerful Disney canon. Uh, a heck of a corporation. The happiest place on earth. Not according to current... Uh, box office statistics jack writes hey guys i only recently discovered your now finished podcast a few weeks ago after enjoying several podcasts that guys guested on i decided to give it a go and i wish i'd done it so sooner 
Oh, I wish I had done so sooner. It was quite surreal listening to you both border insanity and despondence. It probably should be your. Uh, through seasons two and three. After finishing the last season, I have since started season one. Anyway, just wanted to reach out and express my fondness for the podcast and how eager I am for any work you two wish to pursue. Jack Jameson. You can say my name. I like the formality of uh, Jack's email there. I love, I love uh, you can say my name after the fact. Mm. You know, it's, uh, you're playing fast and loose with how things work in terms of chronology. I don't think so because where you put your name is the sign off at the end. You see, that's what people are. Yeah, I guess it's true. Triggered by, uh, but often you'd say it in the in the leading sentence before that. Well, I'm glad that uh, you you migrated over from guest appearances. Obviously, our podcast is superior to all other podcasts. And uh, by way of our next project, I was just messaging uh, the designer who is uh, a, a vital cog in the machine of the podcast going live. Our friend Eddie, Eddie Tim. You know Eddie. Yeah. He sent me a very curious question last night on Facebook that segued into a regular conversation. He said, Guy, did you work as a production runner on New Zealand's Next Top Model? (laughs) Which you did. That's right, I did. Famously. Famously. Well, not famously. And actually, I'd just like to say again, for those of you, uh, for the stat heads out there, can you imagine this? Uh, The Incredibles 2, the sequel to the, uh, you know, 2004, I believe, smash, The Incredibles... It it uh it, it raked in 183.2 million dollars at the domestic box office this weekend, uh, so it soared past Frozen for the biggest animated Man, film no, opening in I, box office history. Fuck, I couldn't care less. Truly, by in nearly this moment. 50 million dollars. Oh no, it was Finding Dory, not Frozen. I'm mistaken. Finding Dory, another fantastic film by our friends at Pixar. Huge shout Fat out to Cat. everyone working in the Disney Corporation. Fat cat Tim uh, and Bat. speaking of, ah, uh, you go. I was no, gonna, you, I was gonna read another fuck message. It. Go on then. Off you go. So I'm gonna sit <laughs> over here. <laughs> Am I doing something to annoy you, Tim? <laughs> Not at all. Go on. <laughs> Good evening, gentlemen. I've recently gotten on board the podcast and I'm up to ep forty or so of Sex in the City two. Being the masochist I am, I decided to look up an interview with Mattress Pikelet King. What I discovered was profoundly disturbing. Mattress Pikelet King is the spitting image of Rumpelstiltskin from Shrek Forever After. Now, I'd quickly like to say, while Shrek and its uh, following properties were made at DreamWorks, that doesn't necessarily negate them from being valid and interesting animated films. Uh, I myself have no axe to grind or, you know, anything against DreamWorks. In fact, I think that they've, they've created some fantastic content. I mean, the animation is always the same and the stories don't quite move along at the same clip. But, uh, you know, good on them for giving it a go. Anyway, forgive me if this is something you noticed back in the day, but also for this me- and also for this message being deeply untopical at this juncture, but I thought I'd bring it to your attention nonetheless. What we have here, Tim, is an image of Mattress Pikelet King next to Rumpelstiltskin as rendered in Shrek Forever After. And I think it'd be fair to say the resemblance is uncanny. Yeah, I had a quick Google image on the uh, first go-round of this message, and I tell you what, folks, play at home. It's worth your while. It, it's there's a really striking, surely a striking resemblance. Mattress Pikelet King. I kind of forgot he's got a very distinctive look, uh, and he looks oh, quite yeah. different between the different photos of himself. Could be a whole different person. Maybe it is. Maybe Google's done a bad job of cataloging no, the no, images. It's, that's the guy. Uh, and I'm j- just for those of you who are curious. I mean, Salon.com obviously. 
very well respected review website and pop culture website. Uh, their reviewer, Matthew Rosa, said, Do you remember when superhero movies Salon? were lighthearted popcorn fare instead of overwrought epics? The Incredibles 2, which is absolutely de- delightful, recalls that time. Uh, I mean, that's reason enough for me to take my kids, uh, round them up, get them in the van, and head on down to the local cinema. And in the summer heat, you know, there can often be nothing better than uh, stepping inside an air-conditioned cinema and enjoying some of the pure escapism made available by our good friends at Disney uh, and all of their sort of subsidiary companies and properties. You can't see this on a podcast, obviously, but I am exasperated by this. <laughs> Fat Cat Timbit and Guy Full Monty Montgomery, number one. Sorry for any typos. I'm texting this whole goddamn email on my phone since I'm at work. Number two, you can't know how good it is to listen to a podcast where no one is talking about fucking Donald Trump. Uh, I think the R and the E got flipped around there. You make me happy. It may be sad that seeing a new friend zone in my feed is the best thing in my day, but that's life, man. Number three, Guy, you were so damn pissed off at the world at the end of the We Are Your Friends viewing, viewings. Uh, you seem to be in a more zen-like place now. Namaste, brother. Number four, my daughter is an incessantly sarcastic person. You don't fall far. She didn't fall far from the tree. She made this website through college class. It is so goddamn funny, but you have to take some time to click on all the options and all the pages. I think you'd like it. Post it on your website or Twitter it, baby. Number five, you are the face of the forces of love in the world. Your podcast will heal our collective angst. Peace. Say my name. Brian Beamer, sent from my iPhone. He's signed off in hilarious fashion. if you want to go Thank to the you. website that Brian has referenced, it is annaliesemarie.wixsite.com slash movie, and that's spelled A-N-A-L-E-I-S-E-M-A-R-I-E, Annalise Marie. Great name. Yeah, and great website too. There are a lot of laughs in there. So if you have the time or inclination, be sure to check it out. I just quickly like to go slightly off topic here, Tim, and say uh, to Barry Hertz, who's a, a reviewer for the Globe and Mail up in Toronto, um, mate, it's fine that you don't enjoy every movie you watch, but you don't need to take it out on the the fantastic, the incomparable Incredibles two, which is the Have latest. You seen the Incredibles two? No, but I tell you, I can't wait to round up my it's a daughters. A lot of superlatives. And, uh, a lot of superlatives old, for a man who hasn't seen it, uh, guy. Porsche Cayenne and uh, head on down to the local cinema where I'll be buying us all gold class tickets because there's only one way to engage with the the fine medium that is movies. Uh, And I'll be buying popcorns and wine spritzers for the lot of us. I mean, sure, my girls are only five and six, but uh, it's a spritzer, so why don't you fucking lay off? Anyway, Barry Hertz, who called it big, annoying, and mostly pointless, can go and fuck himself. Do you want to share any poll quotes from that reviewer, which has drawn your ire? That was that was the one that got me. Big, annoying, and mostly pointless. Uh, it sounds like you're describing your bald head, Barry. Oh, hey. hey, Tim and Guy. Thought I'd send you another message after a year and a half. I'm very proud to be the reason for your raunchy, profanity-laden podcast. Only pre-episode warning. It made me laugh and something I'll cherish forever. Even though it was a real life nightmare. Speaking of nightmares, 2017 was great for me, but 2018. It's off to a real pile of shit. The beginning of April, I was in a horrific car crash while listening to the podcast. Not that the two were related, but I had a seizure while driving my son to daycare and hit a tree heading 
hit a tree going about 60 miles, head on, going about 60 miles an hour or 95 Ks. Uh, no warning needed though, as no one was killed and my son wasn't even injured. However, I was not so lucky. I broke both ankles. My right foot had nearly every bone bro- broken and my right arm was shattered. That being said, I'm doing fine now and started physical therapy to start walking again in the next month or so. Uh, this was written sort of about three weeks ago, so hopefully you're well on your way. Uh, all this to say, I've still been listening to you lovely boys, brave boys, beautiful boys, and wait lying in a hospital bed, staring at a ceiling until the next episode comes out. So I can't send money this time, but I won't have any for a long time, thanks to the American healthcare system. P.S. Attached is a picture of my car after the accident. And Tim, I wouldn't be overstating it when I say this car is fucking destroyed. So, uh, Neil... I'm sorry to hear about the incident. I'm very relieved to hear that uh, both you and your son are okay and that you're on your way to recovery. Uh, my oldest sister was involved in a very intensive uh, horse accident, actually, a few years ago. A horse landed on her and crushed uh, a, a similar number of bones, including a, a punctured or collapsed lung. And she also had to go through physical therapy to learn how to walk again. And... Uh, I don't know if you're in the in the market for inspirational stories, but that woman uh, has got a real pep in her step. Now, she just, uh, by way of celebration, uh, climbed the three highest peaks in the United Kingdom, not two years after the incident. So uh, anything is possible. I wish you a speedy recovery. Uh, thank you for listening. Obviously, you don't need to sweat giving us any money. You've got a, you've got a life to live, man. And I say that to everyone, unless you've got surplus cash, in which case, fucking cough it up. Uh, But Neil, yeah, uh, sincere well wishes uh, for a speedy recovery. I would echo all those sentiments, Neil. And Guy, I'd like to direct a question to you. Do you ever have a look at the other members of your family and then maybe have a look in the mirror and just think, what happened there? Uh, Well, certainly when I look at my uh, two beautiful daughters, I think, wow. I mean, I cannot wait. To get these girls in the Porsche Cayenne, head on down to the local cinema and see a film that was described by revered critic Thomas Lafley of Time Out uh, as at a time when movie screens are clogged with indistinguishable superheroes, Incredibles 2 rises above the noise with its defiantly humane soul. And uh, I mean, I look to everyone working at Disney and also my beautiful girls, Judith and Denise, uh, as inspiration. So yeah, I guess I do look at my daughters and think, wow. How did that happen? Happen? How did a guy like me get so lucky? Judah and Denise family names on your side, or is is it from the mother's side of the uh, family? Judith. Judith. Uh, the yeah, Judith. The biblical name. Oh, Judith. No, no, I no. See. I T H. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, the the their their mother and I decided together. We chose the names. Uh, we we wrote down uh, every letter in the alphabet ten times, and we put them in a hat and drew them out at random. I mean, the fact that they all lined up, not just in sort of, you know, arrangements that can be pronounced, but as recognized names. Uh, and traditionally, I mean, you know, names associated with, with women uh, is nothing short of a miracle. Yeah. Well done, you. Dear Di- uh, Gynamite, I'm going to take that again. Yeah. Here we go. Dear Gynamite and Tim NT, I am writing to you to share three important things. 
Thing the first. At lunch recently, I saw a young woman wearing an All Blacks shirt. Considering I live in northern Colorado, this struck me as very odd. I did not have the nerve to actually say anything to her, but pointing it out did give me a chance to share Guy's bit of trivia about the badminton team being called the uh, the Blackcocks, which my friends found very funny. Thing the second. Not to dredge up old conflicts, but I was listening to a podcast and the American speaker said Ray Lee, North Carolina. If people who live here don't know how to pronounce it, I think it's only fair to give everyone else a pass. Thing the third. Thank you for your wonderful, silly podcast and for continuing to release your delightful director's commentaries and movie reviews. I just moved in the last few weeks and listening to your to you boys was a welcome ray of sunshine in all the stress. Your shenanigans have kept me smiling through many hours of packing, cleaning, moving, unpacking, and generally wondering why I thought moving was a good idea. And your podcast has become one of my go-tos for when I am feeling out of sorts generally as it never fails to cheer me up. Now that things have settled down on that front, I am excited to be able to throw you some change, metaphorically of course, as my aim is rather poor, to say thank you for the many hours of entertainment and more incidents than I can count of having to explain to my co-workers why I suddenly burst out laughing for no reason while I'm walking down the hall or working in lab. All the best to you good smart boys. Colleen S. Well, what a heartwarming uh, thank- message. Yeah, that's beautiful, Colleen. Uh, as someone who has also recently moved or, you know, has been known to move around, uh, you know, it's not always going to feel good, but patience is key. I think you've got to ride out the hard months. Uh, In fact, if you know, I could recommend a, a text, maybe, uh, you know, Inside Out's always a good a good watch. It's about a move. That's right, Tim. Inside Arguably, Out is a fantastic... So is Toy Story. They love moving, don't they, Pixar? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Inside Out is a great film, of course. That's a 2015 uh, Pixar property, Pixar subsidiary of Walt Disney Pictures, uh, directed by Pete Docter and co-directed by Ronnie Del Carmen, uh, produced by Jonas Rivera. The screenplay by Pete Docter, Meg LaFauve, and Josh Cooley. Story by Pete Docter and Ronnie Del Carmen. And we all know. Featuring- we all know this. You can't. I mean, look, this is a podcast, mate. We can't just repeat information everyone already knows. They're going to tune out. It's boring. You know? Okay. Well, I'm not going to give you any more reason to watch it then, but uh, rest assured, it's a heck of a good time. Now, this one here says, Hey, oh, boys, got turned onto the show via Blart Death and the McElroys. Love it. And chugged through it all in the last few months. My girlfriend thinks it's really weird that I know a lot about the Sex and the City characters without ever having watched the show. Unfortunately, I was still catching up while you were wrapping up, so I missed your shows in LA. However, I just got a travel grant to attend a conference in your bucolic Antipodean home country. I'm pretty stoked, as I've wanted to visit New Zealand my whole life. The conference is in Dunedin in August, so definitely not the best time yet to visit, but I'll be stopping in Auckland to visit a friend from high school. Then we'll likely travel around for a week before the conference if you have any recommendations, especially for things to do in the late winter and or want to grab a pint. Let me know. Uh, well, Ben, I will be in uh, America at this point, but Tim will most probably be there. Uh, August is, you're not quite turning the corner of the spring. You are still very much in winter. You'll be able to get up the mountain if that is what tickles you. Uh, also, I would recommend, as I do to anyone visiting New Zealand, if you can drive, get yourself a car, get down in that South Island and just get around the perimeter of it. I mean, the perimeter of it. It's a, it's a, it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. Uh and you're going to have a, a heck of a good time. 
I second that. She's going to be nippy out there, particularly you know down down south in Dunedin that time of year. Bring your long johns, but it's going to be beautiful. So also bring a camera. Bring a camera. Wrap it in long johns. That way it won't bang around in your bag. And when you get to your destination, you'll be able to pull out your long johns, put them on, whip out the camera, take some photos. Uh, while you're in Auckland, yeah. hey, go to the Classic. See some comedy. The Classic is New Zealand's yeah. only comedy bar. <laughs> We've only got one, but she's she's bloody good. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the the uh, congr- uh, sincere congratulations to the uh, the founding father of the classic and the godfather of New Zealand comedy, Scott Blanks, who was recently uh, made a member of the New Zealand Order of Merit uh, for services to comedy, which is uh, no minor feat. And of course, also Great. our sincere congratulations to Craig T. Nelson, Holly Hunter, Sarah Val, Huck Milner, Catherine Keener, and Bob Odenkirk for their fantastic work. And the Incredibles 2, a film I'm looking forward to getting uh, the whole family down to. What do you think is the American equivalent for an order of merit in New Zealand? If you were trying to explain uh, it to a Yank, what would you say? It's like, uh, maybe, is it like a, what is the medal the president gives out? The Freedom? Presidential Medal of Freedom? I think that's what Possibly. it's called. Possibly. Because you meet the queen if you there. get... If you get the Order of Merit, you meet the Queen, don't you? No. Uh, no. I don't even think you meet the Queen if you get knighted, which is the top honour you can get. Wow, she's the or- so old. The Order of... The order of <laughs> she is. You look like you're ready for bed or for her to pop off. I'm not quite sure how to gauge I was just thinking about how struggle. old she was, and I got tired. Can you <laughs> right. imagine? I'm 29, so and often at like 2, two to 4 p.m., I'll need a little lie down. She's over 90. Shout out to anyone over 90 listening to the podcast. Fucking A. So many shout outs in this episode. Uh, gentlemen, my wife and I spent more money than we should have to rent a beach house in North Carolina this week. For the record, it's nowhere near Raleigh. Raleigh? Raleigh. You decide. Anywho, there's a shelf of DVDs, and what's first? Uh, the first one I noticed? Yep, Grown Ups 2. As I value my marriage, I'll be spending the next seven days on the beach and or a swimming pool, but I must confess that part of me wants to experience Patty Schwartz party time five or ten times. <laughs> You're good boys, brave boys. You are intercontinental boys. Say my name. His name's Dan. His name is Dan Lee. His name's Dan Lee, and he's at a beach house. I want to oh, share some of the other titles in the stack with you guys. We have from the CBS Video Club, My First Lady. We've got a very discolored and old Princess and the Pea presented by the Fairy Tale Theatre. Uh, a film called Bloodwork, which I'm not familiar with. The old classic Dirty Dancing, R.I.P. Patrick. And a film called Boys of Fall associated with a man called Kenny Chesney, for his name is also on the spine accompanying the title of the flick. Oh, and Gone Girl, but I'd avoid that. Oh, and Lord of the Rings, a Kiwi connection. Yeah, it's a classic. Uh, Interesting to hear, not a lot of Disney properties in there, but that's okay. Well, actually, Um, I can see, who did Monsters, Inc.? Is that a, uh, that's DreamWorks, I think, isn't it? No, 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 no. Both Monsters Inc. and its incredible sequel, Monsters University, uh, made at the home 
of animated film Pixar. Okay, that's that's and, good because uh, I actually, can actually when uh, um, Judith and Denise grow up and uh, are on their way off to university, a time of change in any uh, young person's life. Uh, I can't wait to sit down with a big old five-gallon bottle of wine uh, and uh, really chug through both Monsters University and that and that five-gallon bottle of wine with my my two sweet girls. There's just a little corner of it peeking in the picture. I'm not sure if I've guessed correct. I might. I'm going to forge you this email, guys, so you can verify the claim. Um, but on that note, uh, look, let's get this out of here. Let's have a conversation out loud through the friend zone guy. How did your conversation with Eddie go? Because um, really, this this podcast is good to go, uh, least for the art. That's it. It's the final piece uh, of the puzzle. I would say within 24 hours, that podcast will be live. Eddie said he's got tonight to finish the image, and then we're out of here. Oh, well, I have to bang the thing up as well. You know, there's, there was one more step. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but I, no, I'm we're, confident we're, in we're my abilities. The, we're on the we're on our way. Also, as you can see in the background here, Tim, I've been building a bed today. It's an IKEA bed. It's like Lego that you sleep on, and uh, I've never felt so practical in all my years. Okay, hey, good on you, getting out there making things. Fantastic beds. Following the instructions, you're literally uh, making well, a bed you. though. When people say I'm going to go make my bed, they're fucking lying to you. They're going to tidy it up. You're yeah. actually making a bed. That's true. It's a beautiful bed. It's got a headboard. I've never had a headboard. Can't remember having a headboard. They're quite fancy, aren't they? It's going to have doors under it. No drawers, not doors. Drawers. No, chuck, chuck a door under there as well. You know. Let's get all the furniture. I think it's in one, one or the spot. other. There's not room for both. No, no. Uh, here's, here's how I see it working in your room: floor, door, rocking chair, drawer, bed. So it's sort of, um, it's quite a cube of, uh, you just want all of your furniture in one spot stacked up just so. And then a small little ladder so you can ascend to your restful slumber atop your mountain of wood. My dude, I hear that. I've just got an email from uh, someone who's reminding me I have missed a deadline. Oh, baby. Uh, So I'm going to be dealing with that. So nice to see you, Tim, and all of you uh, listening along. Thank you for continuing with us on our journey into obsolescence. Uh, and be sure, if you are in North America, to get along to the cinema, support uh, local film, and check out uh, The Great Incredibles 2 at your nearest opportunity. Huge shout-out to our sponsors, Disney. No, uh, no. You can't just say someone's sponsoring us if they're not giving us any money. And what form does the sponsorship take? Just making movies you enjoy? That's not sponsorship, what do, mate. What do you mean uh, we can't do that? We literally invented that form of sponsorship four years ago. Yeah, you're right. But it, it feels it feels uh, a lot more organic when it's a mom and pop pizza chain. Blaze Pizza is a fucking monster now. Uh, anyway, I'll be seeing you soon, Tim. And to those of you listening, I'll be seeing you also soon. Oh, actually, quick announcement. Uh, on July... Oh, shit. Uh July Stay in the groove, Monty. You've got this. No, I'm in the groove. July twentieth, here in New York City at the beautiful Union Hall. Uh at seven thirty PM. Myself and Alice Snedden will be doing a split bill stand up comedy show uh at the home of live comedy. 
New York City. So that is at 7.30pm on July the 20th. Alistair of Bones of the Heart fame, Guy Montgomery uh, of Guy Montgomery fame. If you're interested in that, um, please get along. It's going to be a great night out. Kisses and love to you all. Goodbye. Well, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.